Excuse me. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> Was that non in the room just kind of going? You <laughs> <laughs> didn't see my lips move. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Darren and Matt's 80s Adventure. Yes, and this week we are looking at a superhero film. My mm. name is Matt. And my name is Darren. It is Superman, Superman 2. 2. Yes. Don't know why I went really high pitched then. Oh, I don't know either. I've noticed that happening quite a bit lately. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 1980. Uh, this is our third film from 1980, is it? Or second? I think it's the second, but right. other people know more than I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the booze has addled my brain, so I have no fucking Definitely idea. Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. That was a few weeks ago. Uh, Blues Brothers? Eighty or eighty-one? I think that was eighty-one. Okay. Well, anyway, it's either the second or third for Porkies. I don't know. It's early eighties anyway. It's early eighties. <laughs> you can't get much more early eighty than nineteen eighty. Shut the fuck up, Darren. Anyway, <laughs> yes, we're looking at Superman two today, uh, nineteen eighty. And have you got any facts for us, Matthew? Well, yes, Darren. I believe I do. Oh well, then let's hear them. <laughs> Okay, some facts, some interesting, some not from 1980. <laughs> so we got the, the, the TV show Newsnight. Oh, okay. That began, yeah, 28th oh, of January, 1980. I thought it started much earlier. Mm-hmm. 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 Not, not according to my extensive research. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and also majorly John Lennon was shot that year. Mm. Yeah, uh, around about the same time the f- this film came out, I think, wasn't it? In December 1980. Goodness, yeah. So we, yeah. we got this film on December the 4th? Uh, Australia definitely got it uh, December the 4th. Okay. Uh, I think we got it 9th of April 1981 for the UK. Nah. Well, <laughs> not that I remember. I was two. I yeah. wasn't even two. <laughs> uh, neither was I, funnily enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, Macaulay Culkin was also born that year. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, God, that makes me feel old. <laughs> Shit, so he's yeah. 41 years old this year. Yeah. That's not That possible. is absolutely crazy, isn't it? So that's, that's, that's crazy, man. I was looking at the people that were born that year, and when I saw it was Macaulay Culkin, I was like, no. Shitting piss. <laughs> As they say in the Dudoin. Wow. Uh, and also, well, finally, one of my facts, This is, I find this one really interesting. Hmm. Okay, in 1980, the first one gig hard drive came out. <laughs> one gig? Mm-hmm. One whole gig, right? Guess how much it costs, roughly, ballpark. <sighs> it's going to be like the same price as a, as a house or something. 40 grand? Yeah. Was it 40 grand? 40 grand, $40,000, oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it weighed over 500 pounds. Fucking well, don't we all? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And its cabinet... You're supposed to say, no, you don't, <laughs> cheeky bastard. Its cabinet was the size of a fridge. Uh, yeah, it was uh, for IBM made. Now, you, yeah, for one gig, you think Jeez. about it now. I mean, I, you get phones that are a terabyte. Yeah. And, you know, well, so our phones are about 12 gig of RAM. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> that's ridiculous, Crazy. isn't it? So, <laughs> in 41 years, that's how much has changed. Yeah. Nice. We call it the Macaulay Culkin effect. <sighs> that's depressing. That is absolutely fucking depressing well alright then so I tell you what instead of being depressed about it how about we look at the charts that's bound to cheer us up that's a nice little link. Superman 2 had its first release in Australia on the 4th of December 1980 and so this week we are looking at the UK charts for the week commencing the 30th of November 1980 at number 10 falling two places from last week's number 8 it's John Lennon and Just Like Starting Over 
This week's number nine, up six places, is Eddie Grant and Do You Feel My Love? And falling one place from last week's number seven to this week's number eight, it's Cool in the Gang and Celebration. It's another faller at number seven, falling three places for Stephanie Mills and Never Knew Love Like This Before. And it's another faller at number six, falling three places from last week's number three, Dennis Waterman and I Could Be So Good For You. It's a climb of six places into the top five this week for Spandau Valley and to cut a long story short. And a climb of eight places to number four for madness and embarrassment. Into the top three, it's our highest climber this week, up from last week's number nine, it's the Boomtown Rats and Banana Republic. And it's a static top two this week, at two, last week's number two, it's Blondie and the Tide is High. And it's a non-mover as well at number one for ABBA and Super Trooper. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 30th of November, 1980. That's all right. I could be so good for you. I could be so good Good for you. you. (laughs) Never heard of it. It's brilliant. So I think he wrote the theme tune and he sang sang the the theme theme tune. I mean, that, for, for 1980, I think the last couple of charts you've done from 80, they've they've been a bit hit and miss, songs mm. that we haven't really known, but there's quite a few there. I mean, John Lennon, Celebration. To get a long story short, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, yeah, just like that. <laughs> Tide is high, Super Trooper. Yeah, some good songs in the top 10 there. Excellent. And just outside of number Just 12. outside, then go on. Fashion, David Bowie. Oh, wow. The man was a genius. Uh, 13, I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross. 14, Woman in Love, Barbara Streisand. 15, Stop the Cavalry, Jonah Louie. Ace of Spades at 18. Oh, yeah, I'm still thinking, yeah, Christmas tunes are starting to come in yeah. at this point. Yeah, when we had proper fucking Christmas tunes at Christmas. And if you want us to sing a Christmas tune next Christmas... <laughs> Do not write in, because it ain't going to happen. <laughs> at 26, Enoli Gay, OMD. Uh, Love on the Rocks, 27, Neil Diamond. Flash at 30 for Queen. Oh. That's uh, very uh, interesting. And what we've got coming up soon. Little spoilers there for the future. Well, you don't know what's coming up soon. Oh, shit, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> December will be magic again from Kate Bush. Anyway, yeah, it's not a bad uh, top four, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, start the I decade. I could be so me- good. That's my takeaway. <laughs> nice, nice. I used to love Minder. Ooh, takeaway. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, Minder was good. I liked it. I mean, I don't know if it holds up or what, but it just it's the th- it's theme. Yeah. I could be so good, good for you. Excellent. Yeah. Right, on to your challenge. Oh, yes, my challenge. Okay, then. Right, so if you've been listening, Darren uh, has every week a challenge to connect from last week's film to this week's film in a certain amount of steps. So we start on five, then four, then three. I believe you're on three steps this week, is that right? Three steps this week, yes. Okay, so you've got to connect in three steps Mm -hmm. from Full Metal Jacket to Superman 2. Yes. Can it be done? Well, let's find out. Okay, one of the, uh, the actors in Full Metal Jacket was Bruce Boer. Step one, Bruce Boer was in The Empire Strikes Back. Step two, also in The Empire Strikes Back, was Dave Prowse. Step three, Dave Prowse trained Christopher Reeve, who obviously was Superman in Superman 2. And that is the three-step challenge. That's an interesting, interesting way around. That took fucking ages. I think I made a rod for my own back. Yeah. By doing it the way I do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it cuts it in half. The way you did it, like like a double step by saying someone was in a film. Yeah, with such and such, it's one step. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I've, I've cut my choices in. <laughs> I'm doing it my way. I think we might review that. <laughs> yeah, we, it's a work in progress. But I, yeah. I'm, well, respect to you, man. Well done. Uh, do you know it can be done in one step? Uh, well, yeah. Um, Duda was in both. Oh, yeah. Duda. Um, I can't remember his neck go on. Uh, the kid. Oh, I didn't know that one. The little kid from the from the town. Willie, I think it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, Amer- one, the American kid with the British accent. Yes, yes, him. <laughs> So uh, he he is uh, he's in obviously Superman too. Yeah, he's also he plays a character called Handjob in uh, in Full Metal Jacket. Is he really? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any kids yet. Oh, no, but yeah, it's seven, years, older, seven yeah, years, yeah. years later, isn't it? Wow, I didn't realise that. Yeah, but that took freaking ages. <laughs> to be honest, oh, <laughs> I can't go there because I can get there because I was going to go down the Forty Towers route, and then someone else was a composer of that who did that, and I was like, no, I can't because that's one extra. Step. Fuck it. I'm going to have to review this. But anyway, we did it. That was the five step challenge in three steps this week. Uh, yeah, well, two next week, huh? <laughs> Can it be done? Well, we'll, we'll find, find out. out. <laughs> we will find out. <laughs> <laughs> so then, first impressions of Superman 2. Not that there's going to be first impressions, are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm not watched it in a long time. Right. Um it's it's slower than I remember. Yeah, a lot slower than I remember. A lot longer than I remember. Just I thought I'd get there before you. <laughs> well, you think it's too long? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing though. There are some good moments in it, even if I think some of those were probably filmed by mm-hmm. someone else. Oh, where's this conversation going? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I told you earlier, and I'll, I'll I'll share it here. Seeing Christopher Reeve on screen, it just it lit up my heart. You know, mm. I, I I had a little tear coming down because it was just so so positive. You know, you hear the music, he's changing, and yeah. it just the moment he steps on screen, I'm just I'm a, I'm a kid again. I'm yeah. like I'm a, a little child, and I think that's what's missing nowadays with some of the superheroes that are, like even the Superman nowadays. It's so dark and brooding. Mm. I'm like, come on, give us hope. Exactly, and there's a lot of it in this film. Yeah, mm. yeah, and he's I mean thing is you can give him anything to say and he's gonna make you believe it mm. so yeah i i didn't love it as much as i did when i was growing up but i think that's probably you know we've been spoiled with superhero films ever since mm. uh, so initial impressions it was good and he was brilliant so uh yeah you well i'm glad you said that because i was worried you were gonna get a bit pissy with me because i almost wish that we hadn't done it because i loved this film as a kid yeah and now watching it again maybe it's because we're doing this podcast as well I didn't enjoy it as much. It's so slow at the beginning, isn't it? And it takes a long time to rev up. Oh, God. I mean, those first eight minutes are just a recap of the first film. Yes. So why they do that, I don't really know. I get it, but... Cause I've eight and that, a half like, minutes. Is eight, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> Hush my mouth. <laughs> oh, no, because I was like, how, how bloody long is this Fucking going on hell, for? get on with it. And I get it that, that people didn't really have home video recorders and mm. stuff like that at the time, so maybe... But you know, if you're going to go and watch a sequel, you've probably seen the first one anyway. You, yeah, you've seen um, So, yeah, there was a bit of me that just... It sort of not ruined it, but it it, it ruined it. it. Took a bit of shine of the mm-hmm. magic off, I guess. And I noticed a lot of issues with it. But I mean, he is the quintessential Superman, isn't, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think thing. he's the best actor in the world, but I'm not going to take anything away from him because he Shush is your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> because he is fantastic yeah. and you've got to love him mm. you've got to love him uh, yeah there's a lot to talk about and, and we will uh, uh, obviously there's a few issues but on the whole it's fun it's a lot of fun it is fun I mean I, I mean, I, once we get deeper into it I think it is a film of there's, there's, there's definitely conflicting visions there and stuff yes. like that and yeah we'll go into well, why there's one hell of a backstory to the film isn't there there is isn't there yeah, yeah there's so much so much to go into yeah well on that note let's go into the film shall we okay okay Now, 
Now, regular listeners to the podcast will know that at this point in said podcast, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film, and he has as many seconds as the film has minutes, as you all know by now. So, Matthew, how long was the film? Two oh seven. Two oh seven. So you have two minutes seven seconds to give us the synopsis. I mean, do I have to uh, do the first eight minutes in that? <laughs> well, technically, yeah, you have to give us the synopsis yeah. of the first film. <laughs> uh, right then, let's have the jingle. And if you're ready, go. The film opens with the three criminals being caught in an act of seditious treason and sent to the Phantom Zone. We then get a lengthy recap of Superman 1 over the opening credits, which takes us to eight and a half minutes into the film. Clark arrives at work, where he finds out the terrorists have taken over the Eiffel Tower. Of course, Lois is in the thick of the action, and Superman rescues her, throws the lift with the bomb into space. This destroys the prison that our big bads are in, and they make their way towards the moon and needlessly beat up some astronauts before heading to Earth. Meanwhile, Clark and Lois at Niagara Falls on a story convinced that Clark is Superman, Lois throws herself into the rapids, only to be helped out by Clark. They're in the hotel room and Clark trips and burns, not burns his hand, and then reveals that Lois is right. They go to the Fortress of Solitude where they have dinner, he gives up his powers, and then they have super sexy time. On Earth, the three mess with the sheriff, have a bar fight sponsored by Coke, Fanta, Burger King and Wrigley's, then head to the White House. They now rule Earth. Clark and Lois go to dinner, Clark gets into a fight and after the commotion sees on the TV that Zod is here and therefore must get his power. So he goes back and he walks, yes he walks back to the fortress to plead with his father. Lex has made a deal with Zod to find soups and the three crash the Daily Planet only for Superman to show up. Then we have the city fight sponsored by Cope, Marlboro, KFC, JVC and many many more. Soups leaves the action to get away from the innocents, back at the fortress he tricks him into having the same power removal procedure as he had previously, and they fall to their death in the fortress? Lois can't handle knowing the secret as she loves him so much, so with a mind-wipe kiss, everything goes back to normal with Clark and Lois. Soups promises the president that he won't go away again as he flies into space and gives us that winning smile as the camera, as, uh, at the camera as the credits roll. Okay then. So that was the synopsis. Uh, just remind us how long the film was. 207. So you had two minutes, seven seconds. You did it in a drum roll. 144.88. Yeah, nicely under. I did the Donner cut. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's uh, one. That's, uh, yeah, one, this is one it. So basically, there's a little drinking game tonight. Every time Darren says it's too long, or I say about the Richard Donner cut, just have a drink. You'll be absolutely plastered we are. by the end. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Let's do it. Let's absolutely drink every time one of us says that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you've had two so far. You said the beginning was too long. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So there we are. That's uh, there we go. That's yeah, nice. Yes. Well, let's look at it then, shall we? Okay. Okay. What? What's what? What kind of struck me, mate? Mm. Everyone smokes. <sighs> it's a very smoky film, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's um, the fact you mentioned it as well. Uh, it wasn't just me. That's one of the things that really, really fucked me off about the film. Was it all the it's branding? The sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, J- yeah, JVC, Coca Cola Company, and Marlborough. Well, also, in uh, there was a little shop mm. in uh, in the town they mm-hmm. went to. Why was there a little Burger King? It's not like there was a little Burger King in the shop. Exactly. Why was no. there a Burger King sign there? Ridiculous. I wonder who's to blame for that. 
know, Mr. Producer. Oh, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. But I mean, the fact you, it's, it's, it's a family movie. Mm. Even then, they must have known that fucking smoking was not right. Yeah. I mean, they, they had the storyline in the first one, didn't they? When Superman's saying to her, mm. you know, you should really not smoke. It's very bad for your health. And yeah. in the second film, they're like, no, no, no. Sponsored by Marlboro. We'll throw you to Marlboro truck. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and also, iconically, that shot of him throwing Zod into the Coca-Cola sign. Yeah. It's ingrained in my mind. I mm. could have told you without watching this film, he gets thrown into a Coca-Cola sign. They did exactly the same with Santa Claus the movie, didn't they? There's Coke everywhere. Yes. Wow. And Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Before we get any Ritz or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of yeah, and, and that, that really took me out of the film, um, and it really pissed me off. But anyway, get that out of the way first. Yeah, the no, film no, itself, I don't think it's aged particularly well, if no, I'm honest. Some no. of the effects are, are really bad. Like with the so lift, it, mm. it's blatantly a dummy strapped <laughs> to the bottom of the lift as it's going up. Yeah, and some of the other bits uh, where they're flying around New York, sorry, Metropolis mm. at the end, and his little cape. They're, I mean, they're obviously like little figures on wires just being spun yeah, around. Yeah, I and, think what they, I mean, because. Right, you know it was filmed back to back with Superman One. Yes. So I'm guessing well, most of it. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, so he Lester had to film 51 percent, I think, in order to be. So and I'm guessing yeah. they they pulled Credited. the purse strings right in. Mm. So really pulled, and they kind of went, yeah, you, you can have this, but you can't have that, and they because it, it's noticeable from one to two, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can see the difference in their hairstyles. Uh, she looks a lot thinner in the stuff that Lester has directed. Mm. For those who don't know the story, uh, Richard. Well, you can tell the story. It, it's. Uh, but Donna filmed Richard Donna. Richard Donna was filming one and two back to back, um, and uh, they they had to rush basically to get Superman out. They, they they had to do it, and then the agreement was Donna was going to go back and do two. I think now there's been so many different reports, but from what I can understand, he didn't get on with Pierce Spengler, and when he said to the Sulkins, it was assigned to the the first film as yeah, a producer, wasn't? It? And he was, and apparently it was one of his babies as well as the Sulkins. Mm-hmm. In fact, he uh, he also produced Santa Claus. Right. And I think, so it's either Donna got fired or Donna said that I won't come back if Spengler is. Well, Lester was brought in to mediate, wasn't he? Between yeah, the- so he hated yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's essentially it. And Donna just, Donna walked. And I think, yeah. and that, that's resulted in a bit of a mishmash of a movie, I think, because, I mean, there's certain actors who didn't come back to do any of the mm. other stuff. Well, yeah, Miss uh, Tesmacher re- walked off, didn't she? He refused to come back. That's um, why she just disappears in the middle disappears. of the film. Disappears. Gene Hackman didn't come back. Yeah. Uh, there's another couple as well. Yeah. I mean, Brando, by the sounds of it, was a dick anyway. <laughs> oh, man, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So, I, look, I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to say the Donna <laughs> cut, right? So it's the whole stuff with his parents mm. because because they couldn't afford Brando, they they used the mother instead. But I, on the Donner cut, they do use the Brando stuff and the scenes yeah. with Christopher. But Brando Reeve, was um, suing them, wasn't he? Because he was supposed to get a percentage of of, of return. Yeah. And he didn't get anywhere near the percentage they, they'd agreed to. But he still got paid like three and a half million or something for a morning, didn't he? <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, it, there's that there's that whole thing that it's much more powerful in the Donner one because there was that bond mm. with. You know, and it just it works a lot better. Yeah, I, I've not seen the Donica, and I purposely didn't watch it this week because I didn't want to confuse the two uh, films in my head as we were talking. Mm. Having watched the soup, the original Superman, quite recently, I don't think Brandon's very good anyway, and I think Susanna York acts him off the screen. So I mean, for me, that doesn't matter too much. Reading up on stuff, I don't think the, the, the script isn't massively different, is it? And there's a few scenes that are different, and some of the impetus is different. Yeah, this, I mean. Like you got Lois Lane who discovers he's Superman and shoots him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not a real bullet. 
And that's right, because he says, well, if you were wrong, Clark Kent would be dead. Mm. And she's like, what with a blank? And it it shows her being an intelligent reporter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's not a million miles away from what is there. It feels very different as a film. It feels... It's shorter for a start. It's shorter, (laughs) and it feels pacier as well, though, buddy. That's the thing. So I watched this one first, then The Donner, and then this one again, Mm -hmm. just to kind of really firm it up in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and reading some of the, the the other bits about it, I think there's a lot more stupid yeah. comedy in, in the in the Lester version. Well, that's which... why when it gets to Superman three, it goes ridiculous. Mm. You know, you get all these little set pieces with set and fire to penguins and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, mm. yeah. So I think for me, it's the Lester stuff that's letting it down. Mm-hmm. I think John Williams didn't come back, did he? So it's... no. Well, he was it was it Lester that he fell out with, or was it? I think it was Lester. And apparently, um, when whoever, the producer, whatever, I can't remember which way around it is, but Williams had a meeting with somebody, whether it was Lester or, or producer, whoever. And then when the big bosses came back, said, I cannot work with this man and stormed off the project. And, and that was it. And it was meant to. And if you oh, right, annoy Johnny Williams, for God's sake. Who seems like the most placid guy <laughs> in the world. But at least he said you can use the themes and recommended Ken Thornton as well. Yeah. So, but we'll yeah. talk about him. Later on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there were some good moments though, mm. man. It's just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just took a long time to get going. Yes. I mean, like you said, the first eight minutes or eight and a half minutes don't help. Yeah. Uh, for me, some of the effects are fucking dreadful. Mm. Uh, but some of them are absolutely brilliant. There's some that really stand out well today. What, what, um, and I swear I'm going to keep this to a minimum. What, what would have helped your cause, though, about being shorter? The Donner Cut, it starts with. Um, Superman at the end of the last film chucking mm-hmm. the missile into space that's what frees the villains right so you cut the whole yeah, this whole Paris thing the whole Paris thing's gone yeah it's completely gone and it then takes place the next day right. so from Superman 1 so actually it cuts a good 20 minutes bizarrely out. I quite like the Paris thing do you? yeah because it gives Lois something to do it shows that she is a, a ballsy spunky character who's not afraid to get in there. I mean hang oh, on no, the no. bottom of that fucking lift oh yeah well I wrote a note on that saying I could not have walked up those <laughs> stairs <laughs> Oh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> you know, I get petrified at heights, but walking up those slatty stairs, yeah. I would... Um, Laying on the bottom of the lift. Fuck that. Fuck off. I could probably, <laughs> If I was strapped into the lift, I could probably lay there, but I couldn't Ooh, walk up the stairs. No, balls to that. Balls to that. See, I mean, I quite liked it. It make, makes Paris look good, which is nice, and it shows off all these different um, well, locations and things. It well. does. Sort of, you get a couple of outside shots. The rest of it's probably in a studio in Pinewood. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, obviously not all the Alpha Tower. <laughs> <laughs> They went to Blackpool to film that. And did you see some famous actors in the uh, the old Eiffel Tower? I saw Richard Griffith. That is amazing, isn't yeah. it? With a cod French accent. I was like, I recognise you a second. I, and I looked at my prime <laughs> as I was doing it. I was like, no. Yeah. I'd never put him in Superman. No, Amazing. Well, he was another one I was trying to work with way to. Oh, really? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I actually quite liked the Paris. I didn't mind the Paris thing. I, I also thought it was a bit cheap to use a lot of, uh, reuse a lot of shots from the first film as well. I know there were probably issues with, obviously, with the directors and stuff. Maybe they didn't have enough filmed. But reusing the um, the remote control car that Lex Luthor uses in the in the first film when they're driving to the diner, I mean, that, that stood out straight away. Like, what? Oh, yeah. oh, did they? Yeah, you know, when the, the remote control when it flips mm-hmm. when uh, Tess Mack is laid on the, on the road. That's the same car, is it's it? the same car, yeah. You didn't just clock that, though, did you? I, I'd, I'd watched the, the trailer for Superman and the trailer for Superman uh, 2. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's like... Mm. But I get it with the, you know, the whole directors falling out thing. Maybe they didn't have enough money. They're just well, It's two years apart, so it probably wouldn't have stood out as much then. Yeah, I've, I've never noticed it. Right. And they're, they're, when the three of them are, are flying across the, the water and stuff, that's the same as the missile ones from the, from the, from the first film. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, they looked a bit cheap for me. Yeah, um, they, they definitely the green screen, blue screen, whatever type of screen it was back then, it just 
it's not as good as in the first no. film. It looks a bit but more shonky. The, the, the stuff when they're inside the uh, the Phantom Zone, yeah. I think that looks amazing. And then when it blows up and you get that awful animation, <laughs> yes. it's just like, uh, oh, that was looking really good. And now it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's a tale of two cities for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, I'm sorry. I'm about to get, <laughs> I wasn't going to say Donica then, but it's the campy stuff that took me out of it when mm. it gets to Metropolis. Yeah. And it's the, the the fights. I know we're jumping all over the place. Yeah. But like the guy's still on the phone when, uh, when. It's just silly. I mean, I know it's a superhero film and it's fun. It's a family movie, blah, blah, blah. But it's it does, silly. It doesn't need to be there. Exactly. The I'm really glad skates, you're with me on this. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that roller skate stuff was ridiculous. Yeah. But then yeah. you've got the stuff with the bus, which it looks shonky today, but I quite like the bus thing. Some of it's really good, and then other bits are just, what did you do that for? Honestly, I did the best thing. If you, I wish I'd text you to tell you to do this. I put on the subtitles. Right. So you've got like Woman 7 saying this, and <laughs> Man 9 saying this. And what uh, they say when Superman's going off is like, why would well, he leave us? I hope you know us? which one's which for the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> why would he leave us? Why would he do this? And I'm like, this is <laughs> wow, genius. Wow, home run. Yes, <laughs> wow, home run. Yeah, so some bits that worked then. So you like the Paris stuff. I'm not the biggest fan, but yeah. I just, it just felt like it took a long time to get going. Yeah, but yeah, it, it did. But for me, um, I didn't look at my watch in this film. Oh, so it's, where it's, was it? Was it upstairs or something? Yeah, I must yeah, have yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it didn't. For me, it was the opening that was the longest bit. Once it got going, yeah, it was fine, and it was just the silly, stupid dialogue for me that pissed me off, and, and a few of the, 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 as I've already said, the, the, the branding within the film. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit slightly rose tinted as well, but like I say, I love the bit in Paris where she, where she, it's showing it's showing her. Actually, no, the Niagara stuff for me dragged a bit. Yeah, because they've done the same thing. Yeah. Like she's like, so he saved somebody there, and then they've done this whole thing about save her from the water to hide your identity, and then within three minutes of that, mm. he's fallen to the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just rendered that whole Niagara point, uh, Niagara Falls bit, useless. Absolutely, and, and actually, why can't he live with her? Why can't he live with the mortal? What is actually going to happen? Well, you if say he that does? this week, Darren, uh, in America, there's a TV show starting called Superman and Lois, where they've got uh, kids. So, oh, so he does. So, so you can, you can have it. It's just I, don't I know, know it's why. a plot point and all that, but what essentially is going to happen if he does? Because for like for the second third of the film, yeah, he's with her and she knows who he is. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't see why they can't be together. Right. It's not as though she's going to tell anyone at the end of the film. She's going to keep her gob shut. Well, yeah. You, know, you wouldn't want to piss off Superman. No, well, but... actually, you wouldn't want to piss off Lois. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, one bit for me, I remember when I was a kid, I scared the shit out of me, was when he was in that chamber. Yes. And then you've got the, it doesn't look great now, the effects and stuff, where it looks like it's almost like rewriting his DNA yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, that looks really scary. <laughs> it's painful. But it also, sound-wise and stuff, reminded me a bit of Doctor Who. Well, there's yeah. I mean, there's some great sort of sci-fi elements in there. Yeah, uh, and some typical Doctor Who moments that look really fucking bad. Um, the escape from prison was a bit, but yeah, again, it's silly. But you always expect those characters to be involved in silly situations. It's as soon as you hear the da din din da din. but why get rid of Ned Beatty? He's a great character. I guess maybe they just we're going to bring him back later. Yeah, maybe. Just and obviously. Yeah, so that's the last we see of Otis. Mm. And I think that's the last we see of him completely, actually. Is it? Uh, just going back to the Paris thing. What actually, yeah, just as a plot point, what is it the terrorists actually want? To put a hydrogen bomb <laughs> exactly. in the Eiffel In an elevator. To Brilliant. level Paris. Great. Yeah. Come on, sort that fucking script out, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the wire work for me is very impressive. Yes. Really impressive. Some of it is, is fucking dreadful. But I uh, mean the stuff in the, the Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. 
Is that uh, so, one of the questions I got later? <laughs> Where does he live? <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I ain't got my bins on. Uh, yeah, well, the stuff in the Fortress of Solitude, the wire work in there, is, is mostly really, really good. And I think that's Donna, isn't it? Yeah, I... I nah. Yes, uh, th- there's bits in there that's mm. Donna, but there's it, that's completely different as well uh, right. in the Donna cut. So you see him having a conversation with Brando, and you see Lois Lane, half-dressed. Uh, mm. She's wearing part of his Superman costume, the top half of his costume. Where did her clothes come from? Well, that's it, yeah. She had a tiny little fucking handbag. Well, in the Donna cut, she's wearing half of his... Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> half of his Superman outfit. Unless he likes to dress up in women's clothes. Well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but also... I remember being particularly impressed in Superman 1 when he first takes off and flies towards mm-hmm. the camera and banks, and that's all in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Some of the wire work was really good. Some of the wire work was really bad. The three who rule, I remember them being a lot scarier and actually I, a lot better. I really like them. I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll talk they about those. They don't really do much, though, do they? That's my issue. They sort of stand around pontificating. Yeah. And every now and then they go, blur. Well, they, they even point to that, don't they? They're kind of going, you're master of all you survey. Well, yeah, yeah. that was yesterday. A bit bored now. Exactly. exactly. I think it's the whole wanting to do it. But then, and, and then just sort of fall into some smoke at the end and that's it. Yeah. Is that it? Are you dead? Are you, are you, uh, Did Superman yeah. just kill you? Did he throw you into that wall that then shook as you fell down? <laughs> it did. Yeah. It really shook. I was like, oh, <laughs> that set's looking a bit... Yeah. Let's get some it sounds like we're crapping on it. We're not. Actually. No, exactly. It's the whole point of being here and pointing this stuff out, isn't it? But yeah, that's what I was worried about because I don't want to crap on the film. I love the film and I loved it as a kid and I still love it now. But I just, I've noticed things watching it last night that, that, that I didn't notice before. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm with, at least, I'd, I'd love you one day to watch the Donna Cut because oh, it yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's different. It yeah. feels like a different film. But having read the synopsis, mm-hmm. it seems pretty much the same, just a few different bits. But I will yeah. definitely watch it. It it just shows though, because you've said it quite a lot on this podcast. That a bit of a nip, tuck, nip and tuck here, blah yeah. blah, a bit of rearranging the, the silliness. Yeah, real silliness. Well, I think Donna's attitude on the first film was he wanted it all to be. You know, he said it's a campy superhero, but I want truth. I want honesty. Mm. And it starts quite nasty though. The stuff on the moon, yeah, killing the um the astronauts and cosmonauts. Although the, I mean, the deaths aren't factually accurate. Uh, <laughs> it's still quite nasty stuff. Yeah. Um, Did you spot as well? Bloke from Cheers is one of the. Oh uh... yes, yeah. Again, he was in. Uh, he was in another film we did recently as well. So you again, you're trying to use him to get to. Yes. Yeah. There's so many actors in here that I hadn't really because you know watching this growing up, I'm not. I'm watching Superman. You yeah. Know, I'm not watching course, for the other actors. Uh, there were some very bad actors in it as well. I mean, why has that kid got a British accent in the middle of what's supposed to be like middle America? Simple, they filmed it here. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking overdubbed the bastard after the end. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's just, it's little things like that that really sort of, that just sorting things out like that, which would have lifted it. Yeah, and uh, once we talk about the character, we'll go into this, but it's it's like uh, non- when he's that he can't quite focus his powers or he's mm. being used as a bit of comic relief as opposed to actually he should be terrified because yeah, exactly. he's he's six 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 anyway they put him on lifts so yeah. he's he's probably close to seven foot yeah he should be so intimidating why is he growling like well, like a wild cat <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah <laughs> but actually that was another thing that that I, that I noticed as well another bad effect uh, at the fight in New York, sorry, Metropolis, when Superman and, and, and Ron fly over the sea, <laughs> or the Hudson River. Yeah. Uh, you Did can you call him the... Ron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see the wake of a boat behind. as the uh, yeah, Obviously, the, the, the camera boat. 
just don't use that shot. It's it's yeah. yeah. But again, there's some, there's some really good bits. There's some good fights and some good explosions and things like that. And then some of it in, in the, the, the the big battle in, in Metropolis is again, it's a it's a two halves thing, isn't it? It's it's some of it's really really good. Throwing through buildings and out the other side is a great idea. Doesn't always work, but some of it looks great. Throwing him into the the Coke sign. Yeah, oh, that sign looks fucking so bad. It's all, and it's so fucking slow. Get on with it. What do you think of the diner stuff? Horrible. I hated it. It's horrible seeing Clark Kent oh, getting yeah, beaten yeah. up. It's I thought heartbreaking. You meant like, yes, it's really heartbreaking. It's, it's and he really plays powerful. that so yeah. well. It's awful. It's like, no, stop, stop, stop. And it's that like, guy what? is such a prick. I'm like, oh, oh I hate oh, you. Fucking wanker. And you see he goes for Lois as well. He like, yeah. he puts his hand Drop back. You. I was like, Ooh. whatever, <laughs> little fucker. But that is that is a beautiful payoff at the end, though, isn't it, when he goes it back? It is. But it's and... still a harsh, harsh thing to watch. Well, the first bit. Yeah. I think he probably didn't need to go back yeah okay he didn't oh, need he to go back to. And, he no to. he had to go back but probably didn't need to spin him on his chair so fast and then mm. put him on the side and then push him down the... yeah just kick the shit out of little bastard or just have the guy try and hit you and just watch him hurt himself hitting yeah. you because yeah again, that was a nice I remember again it's a family out. oh god it's horrible I've, 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 yeah I've got the note there and forgot to, to point it out a real nasty moment that really hurts to watch mm. I don't remember it, it, it affected me as a kid as an adult, it's like almost like watching one of your family get beaten up in front of you. It's horrible, really nasty. Yeah. Mm. The uh, the now obviously Lex didn't come back, mm-hmm. and you can tell there's some bad dubbing there with and body doubles where you just <laughs> yeah. see Lex just see climbing down yeah. and, and he was shimmy, like, shimmy, shimmy. putting his fist in the air, going, "Why are you on there?" Hang on, that doesn't sound like Gene Hackman at all. It sounds like the kid from the from the town. <laughs> Why I ought to? <laughs> I'll get you, Superman. <laughs> um, so they get to the Fortress of Solitude. It's really stupid stuff with the cellophane, the like <sighs> the, the, the the S coming off his chest, <sighs> and then him appearing multiple times, and all these powers that I've never seen before. So mm. um, it just I thought the end was so weak. Um, it's so anticlimactic. Yeah. It just, right, I've changed you, actually. I've done a switcheroo, and now you're just going to fall into some smoke. Yes. And that's the end of the film. Apparently, Margot Kidder actually did lamp Sarah Douglas. <laughs> and knocked her out, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> now, that's a bitch fight I'd like to watch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, I did notice as well. I should probably save this for the third part. But when he goes back, Susanna York tells him, there's no going back when you change. Oh, yeah. And he goes back and, and changes. Um, <laughs> when he's wandering around and all the lights are out, it just sounds like a slow version of the Crystal Maze theme tune. Oh, you've just ruined that for me forever. <laughs> you've just ruined that. Oh, sorry. Because like, it does that. It's... <laughs> Oh, just instantly sprang into my head when I was watching I that. I hate you. Nice. I will remember well, that it, forever. This came first, and it's appropriate. It's in a crystalline structure. Dun, dun. Any more highlights or lowlights? I mean, the highlights for me, even though I thought Terence Stamp was a lot more over the top than I remember. Yeah, he chewed a lot of scenery, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, the Three Who Rule, I really liked. They're, they're, they're a great idea for the film. Uh, I just wanted them to be badder. I think I saw somewhere there was meant to be four. Oh, really? Yeah. I think, right. and now I don't know how true this is, or maybe I'm misremembering, but one of them was meant to be called Jack L, right? Like Jackal. <laughs> And he was meant to be the comedic relief. Great. Um, well, I think some ideas are best left. Yes, away. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I really like those. Obviously, Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. They're a real highlight of the film. 
the other characters just don't get used enough. Jimmy and um, Mr. White. Is that the name? The, the, the new Perry family? White, yeah. Perry White. And I like the revenge on Rocky, so fuck him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, for me, just summing it up, really, it's, it's a bit of a patchwork film. Some bits are really good. I think the continuity is all over the fucking place. The hair's long one minute, and then it's short, and then it's long again. Yeah. But I guess with two years between filming. Yeah, I think they had to, apparently they had to go back and film some of Christopher Reeve's other stuff because he got bigger. Right. He'd, like, packed on more muscle. Right. It's it's a lot of fun. It is. I, it, 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 I'll always remember the moment when he changes, though. That's yeah. it. When he was running through that running alley. Through. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right. It's a practical thing of, like, why did his closest disappear? But <laughs> Superman! Yeah, I know, but he doesn't... Uh, I suppose in the first film he does, yeah. At some point he jumps out of a window, I think, or something, and then... It's yeah. Superman! Yeah. It's just close. It's probably a cloaking device, anyway. A cloaking device? Yeah. <laughs> From the Romulans, yeah? Yes. What? What are that? <laughs> Never heard of the thing I wanted to say, I mean, there's some good symbolism there with like the stars and stripes being destroyed, basically, falling down when they attack the White House. But I couldn't get out of my head, you know, with things the way they are nowadays in the world, with the whole movements that have happened. Superman literally brings back the glass ceiling. Oh, he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um... I'm spent. And I think, yeah, we we'll, we'll then need to, we need to talk about some of the cast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we need another drink first. All right. Daz, have you heard of Patreon? No. Well, back along, you could become a patron of a show, etc. You can do exactly the same thing now, but in a modern twist. What, like for our show? Yeah, for our show, yeah. Okay, tell me more. So what you can do is uh, support us by signing up to patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure. There's, there's four different tiers at the moment. But what, so can... people pay and, and that enables us to do... Yeah, we're, we're more stuff, but yeah, also great. there's rewards for them as well, ranging you know, from a, a very small reward right up to bigger, bigger, bigger rewards and a lot more fun content from us. So what could people get in return uh you can get early access you can get your name on your website as a supporter nice. you can get a vote on one of the episodes we do each month what people actually get to vote on what film yeah and also maybe a, a q a something like that have a few drinks with us fantastic so yeah. all you have to do is head to patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure i'm on my way now bye And we're back. Yep, part two of our look at Superman 2. Yeah. So here we get to discuss the very diverse and mostly talented cast. Diverse? Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Well, no, no it's in like they, they're kind of diverse in their abilities and oh, right. their, their, yes. sort of, yeah. their, their range of... Not diverse of... in what it's come to, to mean now. Oh, no, no, not no. that sort of diversity because it's not diverse whatsoever. Not in the slightest. Which is why I suppose I like the, the bit in, in Paris, I think, because it gives her, a female, a chance to do something. Mm. Yeah, anyway, let's not get bogged down in that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to go in order of uh, top billing? No, we'll go in order of how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought as soon as I saw Hackman's name come up first, I was like, oh, for goodness why? sake, it's That's Superman. Ridiculous. I mean, I get it after the first film. Yeah. Uh, with someone like Marlon Brando uh, and Hackman uh, and, and Christopher Reeve had only been in like a, a soap opera and a film at that yeah, point. So he was third billing in the first, wasn't yeah. he, I think? Which I sort of get, but he's the fucking star of the film and he's a massive worldwide star now at the point of Superman 2. So why the fuck is he not top billing? What asshole decided that? It, do you know what? It, it, 
it was probably written into a contract in Superman 1, I reckon. Mm, I just think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Well, let's start with him. Let's yeah. start with Christopher Reeve. Wow. Like I said before, I don't think he's the greatest actor in the world. I, th- I really but... do. I think he's a great actor. <sighs> There's a few lines that he delivers that made me go... But... Um... Oh, it's just fantastic. I love him. He's just, like I said before, he is Superman. And mm. no matter what comes after, I'm going to compare everyone to Christopher Reeve. And that's 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 the problem, isn't it? Mm. Um, it, it he was just, I, I think a lot of people, even a lot younger than us, say he's yeah. their Superman. Yeah. And maybe that is down to the, the, the films themselves. I, I guess no, so. Well, he, he plays it in such a way that you do feel like he's the big blue Boy Scout. Mm. You feel like he wouldn't do anything wrong. That's why in number three, when he turns evil, it's so, ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember three and four, to be honest. Two is the one I remember the most. Or I thought I remembered the most anyway. Right. Um, I, it's, just, it's just great. It's just... it's just as soon as he walks on screen. That's the thing. It's the hope. He gives yeah. you hope. And it's, it comes across as this, this, this hapless, innocent, but he's so good looking. He's, he's, he's physically, he's Superman. Yeah. He's got the little curl in his hair. Yeah, he does. Um. <laughs> it's just it just comes across as a nice guy it's that moment as well when he's revealing himself to Lois you just mm-hmm. watch his really? whole body change though don't you you, yeah. see, you see the, sh- the shoulders they unhunch and he stands up straight and his chest opens up and mm-hmm. he's like fuck man he's really he puts in the work at being Clark doesn't yes. he yeah he does yeah like I said for me it's not always successful he is Superman I, I do love the, 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 the buffoon that mm. Clark is sometimes you know yeah. it's really funny I don't know if it's in both cuts. I'm getting a bit confused now. But you know the car? <laughs> I knew it would happen. You know the car that he, the, the, the taxi that hits him? Yes. Now, in the, in, the, um, in the city battle, by the way, it's still driving around with that dent in the front. <laughs> uh, well, the taxi driver's definitely in it. I don't remember the, the dented bit. Right, okay. Maybe they, yeah, it was in one of the right. cuts. Nice. There's nothing to fault about this man. He's just, he was Superman and yeah, he still is. Absolutely. And it, we have to mention what happened to the poor fucker as well. Mm. Such a sad end to his life. You know, even though he carried on act, acting after his accident, which rendered him, it, he broke his neck, didn't he? Is that, is that right? Yeah. And he just, he just couldn't work. He yeah. couldn't move anything. It was just I neck down. Paralyzed from the neck down, was, yeah. wasn't he? But he, he carried on acting in, in a couple of roles, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. And he, he, he'd often, he, he came out in Smallville and things like that as well. So, yeah. It took a long time for him to breathe by himself, though, mm. or for any period of time and things. So, and he just fell off a horse. I say just. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was during a like a game of polo or something like that. Maybe, I could be wrong, but because I read that he was very much a, a physical person. Oh, uh, so sad. So yes. sad. And so he's been gone there. What two thousand and four? Was he really? Mm. Bloody hell! I remember that because it's the same same year that Marlon Brando went as well, and I, right. I thought it was like, oh, they played father and son. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's the curse of Superman, apparently, isn't it? Yeah. It seems to be this thing. Uh, and uh, Margot Kidder. Yes. Yeah. Another sort of fall from grace, really, for her as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So this, uh, she, she, she wasn't without her problems in real life, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of her as Lois Lane? Fantastic. I think she's very, very good. I like her. She's um, spunky. Spunky. She's aggressive, but not. On the, she's on the right side of aggressive. She she's demanding, but on the right side of demanding. Yeah. You don't dislike her at all. She's got a, a vision and she gets the job done. She's not afraid to ruffle feathers. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's really, really great. And and she's yeah, she's not a bland Lois Lane. I think mm. sometimes that there's a danger of that and does not. She's she she 
Lois Lane has the potential to be a character that's either really annoying and too pushy yeah. or not pushy enough. And I think she yeah. struck the right balance. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Which is why, like I said, the, the whole Paris thing, going back to what we said earlier, uh, it's, it's a good opportunity for her to show her, her chops. Mm. And I like that. I like that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, do you want to maybe look at Luther? Yeah, um, a bit, well, not a bit, completely underused in this film. Shows up about a third of the way through, does very little, a bit quippy, and then pretty much just disappears, really. Yeah, and it's also... It... <laughs> It is very tenuous about how he discovers where Superman lives. Like, yes, the little black box that I've been making in prison. In prison, by the way. Exactly, yeah. Um, Smuggling that around. uh, And then, oh, hang on, three super criminals. That must relate to the three (laughs) blips I've been getting on my little black box. Yes, yeah. (laughs) So he's got some clunkers of dialogue to deal with. Yeah. For me, it's just a bit... Whereas in the first film, he is very much... And he's not very much front and centre, but he's much more oh, of Oh, he a, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's the arch yeah. enemy. In this, he's, a, he's just a bit more of a cipher. And um, I don't think he deserves that, really. I think he deserves more. I mean, you can see the bald cap very, very obviously. Yeah. And his hair seems to grow back overnight after they escape from prison. Well, no, it's, it, that's what the whole thing. He's meant to be using bad wigs throughout the whole thing. Is he? Yes. Oh, that's not clear. Yeah, yeah. So he said instead of shaving his head, he will wear bad wigs throughout the whole thing. Right. In order to make it look like... So Gene Hackman said Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Right. So that, that isn't related in the film at all. Yeah, so he wears wigs um, right. and in order to prove that yeah, he's bold, but he's wearing lots of different wigs. Why? He didn't want to shave his head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the first one, he didn't want to shave his moustache. No, um, yeah. Donna said that he would shave his if he did his. Yeah. Just Donna didn't actually have one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, speaking of underused then, Otis. Oh, ridiculous. The great Ned Beatty. Uh, and the way they got rid of him as well like oh you're too heavy to yeah. get on this. Yes, that's quite funny uh, but, uh, get rid of some ballast yeah that's what ballast is for whatever the line is yes yeah. <laughs> but then just nothing mm. it's just like, oh, oh. and oh. Tess Marker obviously goes we know that why that is but yes yeah uh, didn't want to work with Leicester as we said before or not so much they didn't want to work with Leicester they didn't want to work with someone that had got rid of their friend Donna well not just that I suppose it would be difficult for any one of these to come back if Hackman's not coming back well also there is that as well yeah. unless you use a body double that's going to go why I order <laughs> why yeah, you order <laughs> But I mean, you can't get rid of their BT. He's he's fantastic, and they they are a proper. Actually, the, the three of them work together as a good comedy threesome, mm. uh, which is why the second half of the film is just. Yeah, you got you got Hackman delivering these lines, mm. but they're he's delivering to three people that it's lost on. Exactly. I mean, I, yeah, we got Perry White and Jimmy. They were just, as you said, a bit underused. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> well, they yeah, they were just kind of glorified extras. Yeah. Yeah, in this really, they weren't given a great deal to do whatsoever. And in the first film, they're you know again great. front and center. <laughs> yeah, I know the film's over two hours already, so it's difficult to use them. But it just seems like in that two-hour runtime, it just get rid of a lot of the guff and do more. That I, I, it's very easy looking back with twenty twenty-one eyes. Twenty twenty-one <laughs> eyes. Uh, I don't know. I just I would have liked a little bit more uh, and a bit more. And I, I, I mean, they're there from the first film, so that's good. So you can still identify with them, blah, 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 rather than just disappearing completely as characters. Yeah, because yeah, I like Tess Mucker. And yeah, yeah. You know, as you said, it was a good... I liked doing that first film. It, it was, yeah. And it, they were, <laughs> but no, all joking aside, they were like a really good trio. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And speaking of trios, yeah, so we've got the big bad three. <laughs> the, the three who rule. The three who rule. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I think, yeah, 
he's great. You know, Terence Stamp is really good. But watching it, Ursa, she really, she was, she was the. She's cold. She's yeah, calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's brilliant. No shit. Absolutely taken. brilliant. Brilliant, sexy, and she just. Just the way she delivers some of those lines, it's, it's, she is just phenomenal in this film. Yeah. And a lot of it is, is um, you know, taking nothing away from Terence Stamp. He is cold and calculating as well. But when he loses a bit, um, especially when they're at the, the, the Daily Planet and he says, come here or whatever, and then they go after him anyway. It's just a bit... And then they've got that weird voice when he's flying back during during the battle. What the fuck? Where did that could suddenly come from? And then disappear. I just think he's, he's a little bit over the top for me in places, but she's great. Bob, or whatever his name is. Non. Dom. Uh, <laughs> Ron is just... I think he should have been more terrifying. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think there's any fault of uh, Jack oh, no, no, Halloran. No, no, no. I think it's not the direction. Direction and the script, yeah. It's just a bit... Well, you didn't have a lot to say. Um, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, they set it up from the beginning, didn't they? Saying, like, you, yours... Oh, yeah. And they, they, that was meant to be Jorel at the beginning. The voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they, they matted him out, didn't they? Yeah, but... It's meant to be Jor-El's yeah, voice. Yeah. Now, uh, they can't use it because they have to pay him. Yeah, but even the someone that sounds a bit like him? Yeah, well, who knows what they were thinking. He loved his money, did Brando. Yeah. The, the Brando the bagel. Brando the bagel, yes. If you haven't heard that story, then please look it up about Amazing. how he wanted to well, there was Well, there was another one as well that he apparently said. Um, he, he said, I think we should all just make no, no sounds, uh, and then you can dub in a load of electronic sounds, uh, and then the, 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 subtitle it, because you know nobody knows how we would speak. You lazy, lazy fucker. Yeah, he just didn't want to learn lines, did he? And he was on something like an 11% of return as well. That's a lot of money. Isn't it? This film made a lot of money. Well, yeah. So last film made a lot of money. This film, I'm sure, did pretty well. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, But those three, yeah, they really work. Absolutely. I can't think of anybody else that's really... We we talked about Willie earlier. Well, Susanna York, obviously. Of course, yeah. She's one of our... She's fantastic in this. I really like her. And I actually think I preferred her to to Brando, given what I now know about Brando and how he acted in the first film. And actually, how he acted in the first film. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I prefer her. I I prefer... The, the Brando character mm-hmm. personally only because I just really like that that relationship the, the father-son relationship that yeah. was going on throughout the first film and I know why they did it in the second film and it literally was a financial decision yeah. but she, she does it does it well yeah I think she's great really good and it's nice a mum and son thing again there's that, that link Mm-hmm. Which is nice, but like I say, I don't get why he he can't live with a mortal. There doesn't no. seem to be any actual. The, the world's not going to explode if he does, by the looks of it. Well, his last one did. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. That's just being picky. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about noticeable cameos, and that's yeah. I think yeah. We, that's about all we need to talk about on the cast. Oh, I think let's have a little break, then, shall we? Let's have a little break. Then you can ruin some more of the music for me. And then uh, I can attempt to answer some of your impossible questions. No, I'm not going to ask that question because I got the look from the wife. <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's what I was going to say. The bellboy. Did you recognise him? No. Anthony Cher, one of our greatest theatre actors. You've never heard of Anthony Cher? The name brings a slight bell, right. but... Okay. A massive star at the RSC. In oh, right. okay. One of our greatest actors of the last 30 years. And he plays the bellboy. With that weird voice. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's an annoying little fucker. So he's British? Yes. Yeah. Well, he did a good American accent. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame the kid couldn't do a good American accent. <laughs> this is us, right? We've got two 40-year-olds <laughs> absolutely crapping on a kid from the 80s. Wanger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a break. What's going on? Are you alright, Daz? I'm so cold. Why are you so cold? I've lost my favourite Def Leppard t-shirt. 
oh, if only I knew somewhere else to buy another T-shirt. Do you know what, Darren? It's funny you should say that because we now have 80s Adventure T-shirts. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is head over to 80sadventure.com, click shop and see what we have on offer. It's a way of supporting the show and there's also some fun designs with a lovely 80s feel. Uh, 80s Adventure T-shirts. Oh, uh, I'm going to go to the shop right now. Bye. Darren, it's an online shop. And, and we're, we're back. back. Part three of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure where we look at Superman 2. That's nice. I like that. Uh, da, 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 da. Stop it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're ruining the song. The sorry, song. The song. Yes, the song. <laughs> the Superman song. The Superman song. By Black Lace. So let's, uh, let's talk about the music then. Yeah. God, you can tell it's not John Williams. That's all I can say, really. The John Williams stuff is obviously John Williams stuff. Yeah, and then the other stuff... Is not. Is not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's... A I don't real, think he's done a bad job. Not in the slightest. I don't want to take anything away from no. Ken Thorne. And Johnny um, Johnny W recommended him, didn't he? Uh, apparently so, yeah. And he does a fine job. It's just not at the, the, the standard. For, for me, God, that sounds really pompous, and I do apologise, but it just it, it shows that it's not a, a complete John Williams score for me. I, I think... <laughs> I think it's when they walk into the bar, right? They've got this... Dun, 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 dun. Well, that was one of the other things I was going to say. Right. Yeah. Do you not know that tune? It just sounds like they're watching a porn film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is actually uh, Picking Up the Pieces by the Average White Band. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, that was a, I think it was an actual number one in the charts. But... Uh, wasn't in the Donner Cut, I'm guessing, because oh. they couldn't, probably couldn't have... Maybe they didn't want to use it because of the rights. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It does sound like a porn film then, isn't it? That's a great tune. Yeah, picking up the pieces. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) No, I I really like Ken Thorne was a British composer from Norfolk. Mm -hmm. uh, And um, he he was responsible for Two Man 2 and 3. But he also um, composed music for the, the movie of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Did lots of other things like Help and How I Won the War, Inspector Clouseau. So he was a big, big composer. The Ritz. Uh, but just, yeah. I think the problem is when you've got John Williams on a project. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you don't. And then you don't. And you compare you know, the, the Superman theme and the love theme and other little bits as well that, that crop up. You see the real difference. John yeah. Williams is, is, is in another league. And that, and that sounds really awful to, to Ken Thorne. I don't mean to sound bad. But, but I, I um, think the hot, I think what we said, this whole film suffers from that. It feels like everything was thrown at the first film, and then they've kind of gone, "Well, we're successful now, so we can afford yeah. to spend a little bit less money." And da 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 da. And I'm sure and he, you know, he did his his, his best. I'm, yeah, it, but you don't know the timescale he had or anything like that. And what is there is very very nice. It's just it's for me. It's just not as good as as John Williams would have done. Also, there's not a lot of. I mean, I can't really pick out the original stuff because a lot of it just sounds like. Yeah, like I've heard in the last film. Yeah. And for me, some of the orchestration of it sounds a bit weaker. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know, he's put his little spin on by extending some of the the, uh, the interest before the main theme kicks in. But it's just, it's not a John Williams score. And for me, that's, that's plainly obvious. Interestingly. I'll be the judge of that. Interestingly, <laughs> in a cut from another director, John Williams <laughs> is, is listed as the composer. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I don't know if he did actually come and do some work on it. I, probably. I thought they reused some of the cues from the first film. Right. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. That might be utter bullshit. And, and that's the thing, though. But we've both been sat at the Albert Hall with the Philharmonic playing yep. this. Yep. And, oh, my God, it's, it's the most iconic theme ever. This is the, probably one well, of the only well, that's times... That's a big we're... statement. 
this is probably one of the only times we're ever going to talk about this theme in this podcast. Yeah, uh, it's it's fantastic. That that yeah. Well, that was the, the going back to the the 80th birthday concert for John Williams. That was the the Superman theme was the the music that opened the whole show, wasn't it? Yeah. And just hearing that kick in at the start was just. Uh, Oh my God, we're here! But uh, yeah, Kenthorn does a, a very good job. It's a nice score. It's uh, it's effective. It, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's just not a John Williams score. There we go. For me. For me too. Here. Well, that means <laughs> then it's time for the quiz, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Eyes down for a full house. We're on episode 39. Yes, if, we are. And if memory serves me right, we're four each now. We are four each. Four each. So uh, well, Either way this goes, yeah. next week is going to be a battle. Be, it's going to be a battle royale, as they say, in the doodoy. This is the closest <laughs> it's been. This is the closest I've come to. Well, I think I've the caught, first round of 10, we were. I've caught up to you before, but I've mm. never been in the lead most of the way up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that ends tonight, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I said to you, you know this film much I've read better your than questions. They're much harder than mine. Bastard. <laughs> so I get first question, right? Yeah. Odd numbered episode. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. This is this is tough because I know yeah. if I come out swinging, yeah. you're going to come back with just like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be a long ride. Okay. Oh, I don't know where to go, Darren. All right. All right. The cab that crashes into into Clark Kent slash Superman. Yeah. What was being advertised on the top? JVC. Yes. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was bound to be one of the three. Yeah, yeah. One to D. Okay, question one for you then. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Oh, God, I was real bastard when I wrote some of these. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get him this week. <laughs> it's not uh, like I'm like six ahead or anything. I'm like we're, we're on, on a level playing field. <laughs> okay. The astronauts and cosmonauts. Mm-hmm. On the moon, yes. Which agency are they exploring for? I, I, I've no idea. Oh, okay. Literally no idea. Well, it's the Society for International Space Exploration (SISE). He's got it on his and the badge that she rips off. Did not clock that at all. Oh, okay. I could have told you they've been up there for forty-five days and they're in the Artemis, but <laughs> well, that would have been wrong. It's Artemis too. Well, yeah, but then they referred to him <laughs> afterwards as the Artemis. Well, just saying what he said. Um, uh, oh yeah, it's your, your question. Yeah, sorry. yeah, it is. Right, fuck you. I'm going. Oh, 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 that wasn't a harsh one. What was the number of the first educational crystal that they used in the Fortress of Solitude? Eight. B. <laughs> no, three oh eight. Okay. I had to come back swinging with that one, <laughs> and okay. I, it was taking the chance. I thought actually it might be a question that he's written down. <laughs> I did actually have one um, about that, but I wouldn't use it because I think it's. Uh... Bit, bit mean. Who <laughs> uh, um, wrote the poem trees? Actually, that was the question. Yeah, <laughs> and I want his full name. No, that's right. Uh... <laughs> oh, I don't like it when you start laughing. <laughs> I just noticed the question. I forgot I'd written that down. Were you drunk uh, when you wrote these? <laughs> no. Oh no, I can't ask that. What room are they staying in at the hotel in Niagara? The um, was the honeymoon suite. What room number? 
You see it on the door. No. Oh, number six. Okay, three one to me then. Your final question. That could be three one to you. Oh yeah, because then you get a final question as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's it's a Fuck. quite easy system. <laughs> I, look, it's nearly forty weeks. I can't get this. Oh, brilliant! How much was fried chicken in the diner? Two twenty-five. Yes, <laughs> you win. It was my question as well. That's why I refused to look over here. Wow. Okay. Final question for you. Uh, what was the name of the boat uh, on the river in Niagara? Made of the Miss Four. Made of the Miss Four. Yeah, there we go. I knew that even before watching it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know why. I've always remembered Made of the Mist 4. Nice. Oh, wow. That's 4-2 then. It oh, is 4-2. Oh, 5-4. Wowzers. You got lucky with that JVC, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> it was either going to be that or fucking Marlboro, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, essentially. Jeez. All right. Some of the other questions that you could have had. Yes. Uh, how many hostages are being held, approximately? Oh, eight. About 20 of them. Okay. French news team? Uh, no idea. Video Tele France. So all of these. Are, yeah. Yeah. Again. I thought some of these were a bit... Oh. Uh, what kind of bag were the oranges in? Gucci. Yeah. How many oranges were there? I did not count. <laughs> that was the one. When she empties them out, there's six. In the next shot, there's five. Oh, that, that's a horrible <laughs> question. What's hanging on the back of the door in the Roller office? Skates. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lex Luthor's um, prisoner number. Uh, I've got it. It's there. And it's something like 5143. 1246. Okay. What's Otis's? 3152. <laughs> I learned these. And, and the Liberace Cell. guy. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> Cell number, I think it's um, uh, looking 383. Three, three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't ask those questions then. Uh, what's the name of uh, the three astronauts? Uh, two astronauts plus one cosmonaut on the moon. Oh, I can't remember. I know there was Boris. Yeah. Uh, I can't, can't remember. Nate and Andy. What four headlines um, does he experiment with? Or, or mess oh, that's, with that's tough, man. I, I didn't ask were, it, did I? I thought you were going to... It was something like like Paris. You were going to ask for all four headlines. I didn't, um, though, did I? It was like Paris. I just remind you, you asked for five names of five um, helpers in Santa Claus of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Four headlines. Yeah. All of them using the same <laughs> words, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Paris, Paris. Terrorist in bomb, scare, drama, hostages. Paris in bomb, drama, terrorist, shock, hostages. <laughs> Get your glasses on. <laughs> Paris destroyed, Paris saved. Nice. That's, that was a difficult question. Uh, what contest was happening in the hotel? I don't know. A kissing contest. <laughs> nice. How very 70s. It really was, yeah. <laughs> oh, then I got really... I had to go on a rabbit hole today about, like, the people that dive off Niagara Falls in, like, those... Yes. Yeah. I was looking at those, like... Oh, the, the barrel the, people. Yeah, yeah, the Ray Weaver, Rapids Queen, 1961, all those little Crazy. things. I had to go into that because I thought, he's going to go there. <laughs> um, what state was the small town in? Uh, it was East Houston, uh, Idaho. Yes. Yeah. What was the name of the hotel in Niagara? Uh, uh, oh, see, I, I didn't ask that because I thought you'd have it written down. I do, but I've All forgotten right. it now. There's Honeymoon no Haven. How much? <laughs> Actually, what was the name of the, the hot dog stand? Don't clock it. Super duper hot dogs. Was it? And how much were the soft pretzels? Don't know. 40 cents. <laughs> uh... Wow. <laughs> you really went to town on this, didn't you? What's the population of East Houston? 123. Plus? Three. <laughs> and what make were the tractors? Oh, I saw that and I thought, um, he's not going to ask that. Massey Ferguson. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
what's the newspaper cover as he comes flying back in to save the day? So they they're in the they're in the Daily Planet and he flies past the newspaper stand. Uh, oh, I don't know. White House surrenders. Oh yeah. The make of the truck and uh, were the actual what was the company the oh, truck? S six. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and whereabouts was a Vita being shown? On top of the bus. <laughs> I don't know. In the Broadway theatre. Uh, nice, nice. <laughs> a Broadway in uh, Metropolis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's the name of the, the car lot in Reuters? Uh, uh, what's the car lot in East Idaho? Reuters. And what did the poster say on the side of the save store? S- the save store? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Flash him a copper tone tan. Oh, no, that's not posted. The big billboard at the side. Yeah. 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 I had to Google that. <laughs> it's yeah, a real thing. Yeah. It? No. It's a real thing, copper tone tan. Uh, what What was the name of the the, uh, the program that the news crew reported for? Newsbeat. Newsbeat. Uh, what order are they defeated at the end, the three who rule? Um, Z- well, it'd be Zod, Non, and Ursa. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the diner? Don's Diner. And what's in brackets? Uh... I can't remember. Big sled. Yeah, because li- to me that looked like half a sign. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. something was missing. Yeah. Uh, how much were chips at the diner? Uh, you mean fries? No, I mean chips. <laughs> were they 50 cents? 50 cents. And what two countries did Lex Luthor want? Uh, ooh. Well, you wanted Australia. Yeah. I can't remember. I thought this was just a Donica. Uh, you wanted Cuba. Cuba, yeah. Uh, and how much was fried chicken at the diner? <laughs> that was a close match, ooh. man. I've got to spend my entire week watching another film now just to... Oh, but I don't know what film it's going to be. Well, then I'm not going to tell you till Friday. <laughs> oh, <right>. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, well, there we go. 5-4 at the end of that. Mm. Next week could be that tie that we really don't want. Yeah, I know, right? Shit. Uh, but if you win next week, that's four in a row, man. That's not my fault. Really? <laughs> I just answered the questions and I got a couple right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's <laughs> have last orders. Arsehole. <laughs> last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. So there we go. That was our look at Superman 2. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I, I'm not going to shit on it, but I think, you know, it didn't shine as well. And it is. it does suffer with problems. Yeah. Uh, it suffers with the director going halfway through and another director feeling like they have to fill time for 51% of the film. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, though, Daz. That's of the course. thing. Yeah, for me, it's a typical sequel. It suffers from the same sort of thing. There's some great elements there. Uh, there's some really shit elements there. And again, the whole thing with the, the, the Donna and Lester debacle, mm-hmm. thanks to the Salkinds. So it, it does suffer. A troubled production, but it still sets my little, my little childness my little child heart a flutter when I watch it because it's just it brings back so many good memories and I think yeah. I think that's the thing that like like we said in the car it's it's Christmas really it's a Superman film at Christmas it was it, when they were eventually on TV years we watched years them. Yeah, yeah 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 but going to the cinema with my dad to watch a Superman film me and my sister that was that was our, we talked about it in podcasts before that was our time mum and grand would go off and do their thing and we would have because dad worked most of the time. Uh, we would have dad time. We'd go to the cinema or whatever. And I remember going to the cinema and watching Superman and Superman 2 with him. Oh, so nice. so there's, there's memories there. Good. Um, but watching it with 2021 eyes. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot wrong with it as well. Okay. So where are we going? Mm. That's the thing. Uh, do you want me to do mine first? Or do you yeah, want to do go, your for first? It. go for it. I'm going to go... I mean, we're pretty much on the same page this whole film. Yeah. 
there's a lot wrong with it, as I said, but there's a lot right with it. And you know, it, it's got Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder in it. So I'm going to go, given all the faults, I'm going to go seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yourself? I was pitching around the six, actually. Oh, okay. Pitching okay. around the six, but that's the thing. It's Reeves and Kiddo as well. Um, but no, I think I'm going to, I think for the first time, probably score low in you. On a, <laughs> on a Superman film. On a Superman film. On a superhero film. I know. And I, 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 my reasons for that as well is because, again, last time I'll say it, mm. but watching the other version, it made me kind of go, oh, it could have been a bit more. It right. could have been a lot better. Right. So I think I'll stick with six. And, okay. But say, I did really enjoy this experience of watching it loads of times this week and the other, other, <laughs> other version. It's been a bit of a Superman overload, and that's no bad thing. Exactly. Exactly. Well, there you go. 13 out of 20 from us. What do you think? Do you like this film? Do you love this film? Do you hate this film? Let us know. Please let us know. Oh, do you think we should have a look at the Donner Cut as well? Technically, it's a 2006 film. 2006, yeah. 2006, so maybe we could do it as a Patreon special. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Well, are you ready to find out the tagline for oh, next week? I am so excited. Are you? All right. So if I was to tell you the tagline yes. for, for next week's film is, for some... It's the last taste of innocence and the first taste. Sorry, let me start again. For, there's been a lot of there's been a lot, a lot of drinking going on. There's been a lot of, because you've been drinking every time we've been talking about the length of it, and we've uh-huh. also uh-huh. and also every time I said Donner cut, so I should be hammered by now. I don't know. I, that's drink and food to me. <laughs> Donner. <laughs> for some. It's the last real taste of innocence and the first real taste of life, but for everyone, it's the time that memories are made of. Ooh. I must say, I wouldn't be able to get it from that tagline. No, that's the tagline. That is absolutely, yeah, that's the tagline. Okay, now, that's too long for a start. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> so, yes, you'll have to wait until next week to find out what that is, or you can visit our Facebook page on Wednesday where the trailer will drop. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, oh, that was fun, Dad. Yeah, it, it was, was. nice. Yeah, it was it's nice. nice to do it. Nice to go back. Like I said at the beginning, I sort of wish we hadn't because it took a bit of the shine off. But actually, sitting here talking about it, no, it's still it's fun though, isn't it? And yeah. I think I think any negativity we may feel now, we'll just we'll forget about it anyway. Exactly. Just kind of, it's not oh, as yeah, we're never going to watch it again. No, I, I can't wait will. to watch it again. I loved it, and yet yeah, I implore you to watch the Donner Cut. Okay, <laughs> then I will. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> uh, anything else from you, buddy? Nope. Right, well, that's it. Let's get more drunk. Uh, So until next week, uh, I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! Oopsie. Oopsie, I did it again. Baby Dipper.